Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Oh Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Yes. Where's our host, Randy Griggs? I don't know. Rude. Where, Where is Randy? Where is Randy? I, I think he's actually just touched down. Uh, he's on the tarmac mm. at uh, some airport somewhere. Uh, supposedly in California. I don't know. I haven't seen the guy physically in a long time, so who knows where Randy is. Uh, but he will not be with us this evening. He may check in uh, in the chat and uh, talk with you guys live. Um, but it's just me and <laughs> the boys in, uh, in... Is it snowing in Denver yet? No. Is it going to snow? No. It's, uh, it's we, cold. It's, it's cold. It's we, cold. We are very... We're chilly at this point, but... Uh, no, no snowfall yet, Robbie. So we're still, we're still holding on unusual. to a little bit of uh, unusually. Usually warm. Halloween yeah. snows every time. My really? phone oh. said it was going to snow this morning, and it didn't. The ah. kids were ah. super mad at me. Well, so, see, don't make don't make promises that you don't have control over. Exactly. Yeah, I totally. You know what I mean? Don't write a check that your <laughs> snow can't your keep. Your weatherman app can't cash. Yeah, Absolutely. that too. Absolutely. So we are back. We've got mocktails going. Uh, it's surprisingly delicious uh, mocktail. Oh, you've uh, tried called. it? I have, yeah. Uh, I've only, I, I took a couple of sips. Uh, as I, I made it a little while ago, and then I kept the ice out of it. So just put a big old honking ice cube in there. Honking? And yeah, like one of those big mamma jammas. Look at this thing. Let's see it. Ooh. Look at yeah. that. I got the same. Dude. Isn't that the best glass of all time? It really is. I love the size and the shape. It's, the shape uh, it it's yeah. com- it has that nice little just a hint of roundness to it yeah. you know yeah a little curve it lets you know like different. I could put wine in this if I wanted to or I could make a cocktail in it or I could just pour straight bourbon in it they all work yeah it's it's become my go-to rocks glass whether I'm drinking just straight whiskey which is usually mm. the case or uh, an old fashioned um, which is also usually the case or something to that effect long drink obviously doesn't fit um, haven't had wine out of it yet but, I uh, I got rid of all the wine glasses because they're they're they have these stems that get broken all the time and so I just said no just just rocks glasses for my wine from now you on. can order these rocks glasses on scardoge.com by the way just so you know I don't have one I had I had no idea I have uh, this one so oh that's fun <laughs> <laughs> it's got like movie like little clips from like 1920s film reels or something I don't and know. that seems like something that Robbie would have. I know. Well, it's it, it's along the lines. I've got this one, which I, I'm sure I've told folks about this. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was from like 1976 or something like that. They were giving them away at a gas station, and it was like Shell gas station. I don't know. My dad had a Raiders one in the house, and we've never been Raiders fans. Ooh. We're always a 49er household. I hope and so. And I thought, why why don't we have a 49er one? We have these two Raiders glasses. Why why do we have these? And then like 20 years later, out in the garage with a bunch of like screws and old screws and nuts and ham- nails and stuff in there, this glass was sitting out in the garage. It's been sitting out there for 30 years, for all I knew. Here we are. So, yeah, so, yeah, and, and here we are. I washed it gently many times, <laughs> and I have uh, since filled it with, uh, with whiskey. And uh, tonight we have a, a leaded old-fashioned in there, but we'll get into that. Ooh. Um, ooh, before, ooh, we, before we jump into the pairing, boys, I was doing a little bit of research. Yeah. And... It appears that my good friend Jack Hire is going to be on the show this weekend. Oh, Jackie boy. My, this your, Friday. Your Jackie boss. Boy. It's your boss, Robbie. Boss boy. Boss man. Boss man. Jack is going to be in town Friday for Smoke Night Live. But that's not even the exciting part. The exciting part is it's Drew Estate Day on the Dojoverse all day on Friday. Mm. And we're going to give away 
we're going to give away some amazing stuff. The one, weird stuff. One of the things we're giving away, there's going to be two prizes. One is the, I should have brought it. I don't know why. Uh, I didn't bring it, Jordan. Rude. The uh, Dojo Dogma Drew Estate Gong. You know, bong, the gong. We're no, gongs g- don't go bong. Dong. They go bong. Well, whatever it does, that's we're going to give away one of those. And then I, out of my personal collection, Robbie, am giving away 20 Drew Estate rare cigars. And these range from kind of rare to ridiculously rare. Now, Eric, I'm going to have to cut yes. you off right here. Ooh, yes, Scotty. You are not allowed to show these people these cigars because then I <laughs> do not have any chance of winning these. So <laughs> you can't chomp. Now, don't do it. Listen to this, people. Don't, no, don't do I'm, it. I'm, yeah, uh, here's how, first of all, here's how you enter. On Friday, just all day long, it's Drew Estate Day. If you check into Drew Estate Cigars on Friday and you smoke Drew Estate Cigars on Friday on the Dojoverse and you check in to your favorite Drew Estate Cigars, boom, you're entered. And, and you can get some badges probably. Probably get some badges. Who knows? And <laughs> Friday night, if you watch the show, Smoke Night Live at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on our Facebook page. You'll also be entered if you participate on that show, do a comment or two, blah, blah, blah. Boom, you're entered. There'll be two winners. One guy gets the gong. As And Jordan, you don't have a gong sound effect? Uh, no, but I have this. <laughs> and the other person is going to get 20 rare Drew Estate cigars. Now, i got to show... I'm going to show some of these just so you guys know how rare these are. Um, So one of the things you get is this 2020 Drew Estate Media Pack, which is super cool. That's not even close to – that isn't even close to the most rare stuff. Jordan, check this out. What? You get this um, Sweet Jane Lounge Edition. Sweet Baby Jane. It's a lounge edition. That should come with some Sweet Baby Rays. It's box-pressed, which is very cool. You will get this. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna go in less interesting to more interesting. You get a. <laughs> you get a uh, a velvet rat, Ooh, which is very that's nice. That's less interesting. Wow. You get a year of the rat. You get a year of the rat. Now here's a cool one. This one is from my personal collection. It's a T52 Lancero. Now what's cool about this is I've personally aged this thing. For I can years. see the, the brown of cello from here. It is. This thing has got some serious age on it, so you can't get this really literally anywhere because it only comes out of my humidor that I've been aging it forever in it. Uh, Jordan, you'll get... Remember these? This is the Undercrown. I think this is the Safari Edition. You get these when you go on uh, Cigar Safari. Ooh. So that's kind of cool. Safari Edition! And then, look at this bad boy. This A, you get this A. Holy cow! Remember they? That was the one that JD used to always hand out. Yeah, this is a a, a. a JD handout right there, for events. But now it's not even. We're not even close to the most rare, Jordan. I don't even know in which order I should show these. Um, well, Kevin said you have to even go to the safari to get the T fifty two Lancero. I I didn't uh, even know there was with. a T fifty two. There Lancero. isn't one. I've never even seen that. It's before. only in a safari. Oh. So you guys, this is this is some legit. Hold on, let me take a drink of bourbon. <laughs> Now, check this out, Robbie. This, my friends, take a look at this ugly-looking thing. This is a Liga 9, a Liga Pravada number 9, but it is right off the factory floor. This is a bunch that hasn't been put in the mold or has a wrapper put on it yet. This is... You can only get this when you're on the tour. That, that's the kind of thing you can't even smoke. That's that's that's, that's the kind of thing cool. you get kicked off of Safari for taking. I well, they Unless gave it they to say, me. Hey, they gave it to me. Well, Unless if they give it to you, if you snap yeah. one off the table, it's, no, it's no. like how it's, 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 it's held together with like hockey tape. They, yeah, they put some tape on there so that the <laughs> idea is on Safari they let you smoke these. They give you one, and the last time I was there, I already had a cigar lit, so I just didn't smoke mine, and I just put it in my suitcase. And so, boom, here it is. I'm going to give this thing away to somebody. And finally, Robbie, well, there's a few more, but they're not as rare. Um, there's a few more. But check this out, Robbie. This is the Master Sensei Feral Pig. Nice. I, this is one of my blends that I blended uh, on Safari. You blended that blend? And it is in the Feral Pig shape. So this is part of it, too. So one lucky winner is going to get all of these bad boys, every one of the things that I just mentioned. Um, so make sure to participate, Robbie, on Friday 
Drew Estate Day on the Dojoverse to have a chance to enter. Now, remember, all you have to do is either A, check into Drew Estate Cigars on the Dojoverse.com during the day and night, or B, participate on Smoke Night Live Friday night uh, with our good buddy Jack Heyer as the guest. That is how you enter, my friend Rob. What do you think of that? I keep thinking that uh, you're telling me to enter so that I can win. So I'm, I'm el- am I eligible to win this? Because you've told me five times how I personally can enter. Yes, you can enter. You can and, win. And that, that, uh, that flying pig has an orange band on it, and you know how I feel about the color right. orange. That's a good point. I need to just send you one. Anyways, I've never smoked one myself. I don't even know what they taste like. It's so funny. <laughs> I've, I've done, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I've done Safari twice. And that's the thing you get so excited about. You get your you get your blends right. And I remember the first the first one I did, uh, I was so pumped because it had the black uh, ribbon around it, so it just looked really cool. And I did like a Lonsdale size. I think I smoked one like that night, and then I've just given the rest of them away. I have like one or two of them left. And the same thing the next time. Like I just never. You smoke a couple of them, like maybe one there and the one when you get home, and then. It's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll smoke this. Yep. I've got to smoke it sometime when it's special. Not that you don't want to. It's just you keep right. putting it off. And then the next thing you know, it's been five years. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Uh, but they, they, all turn out, they all turn out pretty good. I mean, yeah. Yeah. At, at least the times when we went, you're blending in a pretty controlled environment. And they kind of, they were kind of nudging us in directions. Like, oh, maybe you should try right. this one. Try this one, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that's. Dude, that's I didn't even know there was a T fifty two Lancero. I've never even seen that before. So well, that's worth the price of know. admission, right? There. That is worth the price of admission. So that should be fun. So, but but uh, guys, uh, tonight this is uh, what this is the final mocktail, right, Robbie? No, nope, we got one more. Oh, we got, we one, got one more. more. It's uh, we did we plugged we snuck in that uh, horse soldier bourbon episode. So we Robbie, still have can you one believe more mocktail. that bottle? That is a fine. On that horse. That is a cool soldier. bottle. That is a cool <laughs> bottle. Is the, I, the bottle is really cool, and it, it was a it was a topic of conversation. I wanted to talk more about what was inside the bottle, um, and get into that, and we did, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, have you guys had? You, I don't think you guys have had it yet, have you? We we don't have it out here, so. It, oh, you can't. Well, you can order it from their website. They'll ship to you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I really enjoyed it, and I find myself kind of reaching for it uh, when I'm. You know, watching a movie or something, and I just want a little nip. Yeah. You know, you just you just may have a little nip. Right. Just and a little nip. That's that's usually the nip that I'm, I'm reaching for these days. Although we could just stop saying nip because we might end up in a weird <laughs> in a weird place. Pl- the nip that I'm reaching for it sounds <laughs> a little questionable. You get that um, nip. <laughs> anyway, uh, very very tasty bourbon. I am uh, interested to try some of the other ones, but uh, yes, we do have. I think we're doing a virgin. Um, uh, again, down a weird road. Uh, doing a virgin... Um, virgin nip. Uh, 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 <laughs> what is it? Uh, mojito next week. Oh, Virgin okay. mojito. Right. But tonight, boys, we yeah. are going with the cold fashion. Cold which fashion. Which is cold fashion. And, you know, honestly, we mainly picked it because of the name. I just thought that was really clever. It is a coffee-based uh, cocktail. Now, I've said it, it calls for two ounces. And actually, let me tell you real quick. This comes from Java Press. P-R-E-S-S-E dot com, javapress.com. They've got some coffee mocktails on there. And if you scroll down to uh, number five on the page that's uh, linked on the Dojoverse uh, Flavor Odyssey group, you will see this particular recipe. There's some other stuff on here, too. They have a coffee mint julep, which sounds really interesting. Uh, High Plains tonic. I don't know what that is. Cold brew tonic. Cold brew sour does not sound good. Um, But, you know, you never know. Uh, as we were reading through this, after we decided we were going to do it, and we already announced it because we kind of do that sometimes, I realized that, wait a second, this doesn't sound all that tasty. It's two ounces of cold brew coffee, a half ounce of simple syrup, so you've got coffee and sugar, uh, and then orange bitters. It doesn't say, you know, two dashes, three dashes. I ended up with three dashes in mine, uh, some ice, and uh, I did a, uh, an orange peel, kind of express the oils around the glass, get mm. that aroma that way, and garnish it with one of those $100 cherries that we always talk about. But I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this drink. It's really, really good. Now, one thing I will say, it does call for two ounces of cold brew coffee concentrate. And Randy texted the group and said that cold brew and cold brew concentrate are the same thing. And so I kind of just took his word for it. 
And I went looking around in my area, and I've got some bougie grocery stores in my area, uh, like <clears throat> local markets that have all kinds of local stuff and artisanal this and artisan that and small batch everything. And none of them had cold brew coffee concentrate. I haven't seen it anywhere. But apparently it is a thing, because uh, I, I did receive an angry text saying, cold brew coffee concentrate is a thing. I didn't so, know that it was supposed to be. I think ours is just regular cold brew. Ours yeah. is regular cold brew. Yeah, I just went with regular cold brew because I couldn't find concentrate. Apparently concentrate is a thing. It's just, it's just more coffee. Uh, yeah, like you're supposed to buy like that jug, and then you, you pour a little bit, and you add some water to it every... It yeah. saves you time. You, know, every, you get more out of it. And sure. apparently, and in the audience here, uh, Matt was telling us this story earlier today that uh, he didn't used to know the difference between the two. And uh, Well, back in the day when cold brew was just getting started, I was buying the chameleon concentrate and not knowing it was concentrate and just drinking a 16-ounce bottle of chameleon concentrated cold brew. <laughs> oh, jeez. Every day. That's, Every day. That's and, and, and you couldn't figure out why you weren't sleeping. <laughs> I, my heart was always racing. I, I had no idea. My blood pressure Ouch. was through the roof. It was, uh, I couldn't sleep. <clears throat> Started losing my hair. Um, story for another time. But uh, yeah, so it is a thing. I've just never seen it. I didn't realize, like I looked around every place that I, I looked didn't have it. I ended up with this, uh, this, Cold brew Stumptown. from Stumptown, um, and Stumptown, Stumptown is uh, from Portland, Oregon. They make some uh, some pretty good coffee. I, I use their uh, their beans every now and again uh, when I can find them really really fresh. I only buy really fresh beans. Like I can taste the difference. I just feel like you, you know, gotta the buy the better the the freshest beans you can get. That's in coffee world. That's that's the biggest thing. You know, that's the biggest component. I treat my 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 coffee beans the way I treat my IPAs. If it's more than like three weeks old, I don't want it. Oh, I think it's even more so than co than yeah. beer. Like, oh, I can imagine. That's why I don't do any of those order on you know online type of deals. You got to go down to your local roaster and grab that bag. Mm -hmm. Grab it! You snatch that bag up. <laughs> well, I'll tell you when uh, when I was uh, running uh, Lane Coffee with our good friend Logan Lawler, we guaranteed that the the coffee would not be roasted until about 12 hours before we shipped it. It would be roasted the night before we shipped it out. So by the time you got it, it was about three days old. Well, so some companies will do that. But uh, anyway, that's the coffee that I went with. Uh, again, simple syrup, very easy to, uh, to make that, and just some orange bitters. This is a very, very simple drink. Uh, and the more that uh, – I actually put an orange slice in there, and I've taken it out because the more that this gigantic uh, ice cube melts – uh, the more orange flavor I'm getting mm -hmm. out of this. I don't want it to get too orangey. Um, but tell me a little bit about what uh, you guys have a couple of different. I, I will say, it, uh, give it credit, it looks exactly like an old fashioned in the glass. It, it yeah. really does. It looks exactly like an old fashioned. And it actually kind of tastes like it more than I thought it would. It's, and I was saying this during the, the live that I did yesterday, which had a ton of technical issues. I ended up doing like four different ones. So apologies for all of the. Uh, Cigar Dojo is now going live. Notifications you got yesterday, but uh, I was what I said to the audience was I'm, I'm not expecting this to taste like an old fashioned. I, I think it's a fun name and it's a cool idea, but I'm not expecting this like the way we talked about that uh, <clears throat> that alcohol free bourbon that you guys right, featured on your right, show. Right. <clears throat> it's not meant to replace your bourbon. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, yeah, so I wasn't expecting this to taste much like. <clears throat> A, uh, an old-fashioned, but it does a little bit. But what, uh, what coffee are you guys going with? So we, uh, we have uh, two of them, Matt. Can you hand me those? Uh, one of them is from Corvus, and that's a pretty popular uh, roaster brewer here in town. They're getting semi-popular. They just roast. They just roast. Uh, they're, it's a Rwanda. Oh, you're um, That's the one that me and Jordan have. And then Matt and Scott have the uh, Forest Coffee. I'm not sure where these guys are from. Forest Coffee. Cool bottle. Matt says this isn't quite as good as the Corvus one. Uh, he's had them both. So uh, these are both... Um, Matt, is this local? Do you know? I don't know. I, my eyes aren't good enough to see. But anyways, I know the Corvus one's local, uh, Robbie. So we tried to do, we tried to do something local. Uh, the Corvus uh, has a few locations here in town. And they're super hipster, you know, kind of place. You go there with your laptop, and you show up. You put a beanie on and some, like, dark-rimmed glasses and a little bit of a 
uh, a five o'clock shadow and like a sweater vest, and boom, you're you're right, you fit right in. Would I fit in? No. Damn, that's too bad. <laughs> I, get, I I have a sweater vest. Uh, maybe if you did the sweater vest, uh, your glasses need to be a, a much thicker, more yeah, square. I don't, I don't have the I don't the, the frames aren't thick enough. Thick and yeah, They're, they have to be super thick. These are Italian frames. And you, you have to be like you have to you have to like know every line from every Wes Anderson movie. That's the only mm-hmm. way they'll let you in. If you if you know every line from every Wes Anderson movie, they'll let you in. I'm not a big uh, Wes Anderson guy, Eric. I I know that you aren't based on uh, the firestorm you started on Facebook a couple <laughs> days ago, uh, which uh, which actually inspired me to start my own firestorm about Yellowstone because that show is just terrible. <laughs> um, but. Uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. Who uh, knows? Who knows? <laughs> I'm not a big Wes Anderson guy. I, I liked the uh, the Darjeeling Hotel was really good. I but I don't remember why I liked it. Darjeeling uh, Limited. Oh, whatever. Bro. That's um, about a train. That wasn't about a hotel. It was about a train. No, yeah. it was the one. They're what on was the train. one that was in a hotel then? That was the. Uh, That's the Royal Tenenbaums. No, 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 no. That was. Oh, the, you're talking about the newer. Uh, it was uh, the what and what hotel? It was. I can't. Jeff, I thought it was Darjeeling. That was the train one. Yeah, it's the train one. The hotel well, was the, one the Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. The Grand yes. Budapest Hotel. See, like I, they would never let me into Corvus because I don't know enough. No, like, you know, you know most, you know more than you'd think that Jordan would know based on the demographics of the show. Life Aquatic was pretty good. Panel, that was like, good. That was a good that's show. That's one of the better ones. Life Aquatic. Mm-hmm. I liked that. That was good. But the Royal Tenenbaums, it's terrible. It's it's the most the oh the original two uh, Rushmore and Bottle Rocket are really good. Uh, yeah, most of his movies Rocket are are really good actually. He's only had a couple it's, sneakers. They strike me as they don't strike me. I, I feel like they are one hundred percent. You love it or hate it. There's not right. really much in between. And Either his problem is that he they're so and this is this it is this is tough to do for a director is to come up with a style that's so incredibly unique. That now his problem is when he makes a new movie, it looks like he's like spoofing himself. Like, oh, Wes Anderson is doing a, a Wes Anderson impersonation. Uh, that's kind of the problem with his newer movies. But, the, but you know, you, you got to give him credit, credit like that he's developed such a style. Yeah, and and people love it. Like, I, I, I yeah, I don't really. Get I need, it I need a little part. bit. I need a little bit more than style. I need some. I need some meat on those bones. That was the problem with the Royal Tenenbaums. It was just. Mm. All style, like you know. Anyways, enough of enough of hipster <laughs> Wep, Wes Anderson. <laughs> no, that's fun. That's good stuff. Give me um, RoboCop. Give me RoboCop. Okay, you know what I, I'm saying? Again, I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy is coming in last in that, uh, in that, in that four no, way. There, no, no, Robbie, you're so wrong about that. You're so wrong about that. This yeah. could be a whole separate episode. So, so Robbie's Robbie's post was: Is it is it Jason? Is it Michael Myers? Is it RoboCop? Or is it Terminator? Yeah, who would win? And everybody said, everybody on, on Robbie's thread, everybody said, oh, Terminator. He can't be stopped. And I was like, Terminator? He got beat by a, a little petite mom. He gets stopped in every single movie. He got beat by a little petite mom with a teenage son. Like, obviously, RoboCop could beat him if a little petite mom with a teenage son could beat him. You know? I mean, come I, on. Like, But RoboCop... Basically lost to just some other dudes. Robocop never lost. He never well, lost. They, they, well, he was he was pretty much done. He was but, not. Uh, I, but I think his but his partner saved him. <clears throat> well, yeah, but he's going up against T two eleven or whatever that guy's name is. Come on. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, that, no, come on. See, I got he to never, throw a curveball right, into Scotty. that one though. Let one of them kick a dog, and John Wick takes them all out. <laughs> That's it. The end. Yeah, but John Wick is basically <laughs> watch, like watching Superman. Like eh, he can't lose, so it's not really fun. <laughs> he's he's got the ultimate cheat code. Kick a dog. <laughs> um, yeah, my money would be on on Terminator. Right. But uh, right. or Jason, but at the same time, like they die every, in every in every movie they die. All these guys and, die every, and they all keep coming uh, back. Every corner, it's a good they point. All keep coming back, that's a good point. Um, anyway, let's let's get back into the pairing here. But yes, actually let's do. Let's let's do. So we are going with the cold fashion. Mm. Uh, we also have a leaded version. Uh, I'm going just regular old fashioned, which is getting a little watered down now. Oh, so this time but you're not just adding bourbon to your cold fashion. <clears throat> you've just made a different drink. Correct. I, I went with the uh, the namesake. Uh, I didn't want to double down on my coffee intake this late in the evening. 
um, I would like to sleep tonight. So uh, coffee after 6 p.m. for me is, whew, I'll tell you. It, if here. I were ever to become like a writer or something, like I would just have coffee late at night. I just write all night. <laughs> now for I me. don't uh, have anything interesting to say. Robbie, my leaded version is just straight up bourbon. That's my I almost le- I almost did that. But that's I, my that's my leaded version. I, I figured that's where you were going, so I wanted to take the uh, the extra few minutes to make a an old fashioned. And why wouldn't you want an old fashioned? Now it, I will so. say this, Robbie. Uh, to your point, um, this again, I gotta say this this uh, the first segment of the season is impressing me. Uh, you and and Randy have come up with. Every single one of these drinks has impressed me, and I was expecting zero from this drink, and it's pretty darn good. Like, I got to say, like, I'm impressed. Like, this is, I would be happy ordering this drink at a bar. Um, it, it is a very, very satisfactory replacement for an old-fashioned. I'm, I'm impressed, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're digging it. I'm surprised how much it does fill that criteria. I just thought it was kind of a fun name to pl- playing on Old Fashioned, using cold from cold brew. Okay, I get it, ha, huh? it's cute. And that's why we picked it. But it actually does kind of almost scratch that itch. Yeah. Not, maybe not completely, but, you know, if it's uh, <clears throat> like an afternoon pick-me-up or something, 2 o'clock, you're, you're dragging a little bit, you, just, you can have one of these and <clears throat> well, get some the, more work done. The funny know. thing is, we you know, like you brought up earlier in the episode, those guys that we did the non-alcoholic bourbon, the whole point was to, you know, this, you're not going to drink this as bourbon, but you can extend your old-fashioned, you know. And it was terrible. Uh, spoiler alert. But all they had really had to do was just fill uh, fill their bottle up with some some uh, cold brew coffee, and they would have had a, done a much better job. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was thinking the same thing, Jordan. Like, if the uh, – because w- what that tasted like, the, the, the mock bourbon, you know, it's just – it's just a bottle. It looks like a bottle of bourbon, but it's not bourbon, and and it and it was not good. But it tasted, it, Robbie. It tasted like a very very mild tea. If that had been like a cold brew with some kick to it, some caffeine, like this is, it it would have sufficed, which is what we're having tonight. So like, if you ever want to replace the bourbon, the cold brew seems to be now. It does have a, it does offer this sort of brewed flavor that you don't get obviously with bourbon at all so it does taste different obviously than bourbon but it it at least it gives it some some bite and some interest uh to the drink that the fake bourbon didn't uh supply at all (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know thanks Thanks, steve uh (laughs) steve's a good dude um steve you've had some of this laughing monk beer this is a brewery i used to work at it's my favorite sweatshirt it's kind of it's perfect for this California weather because it's kind of thin. It's like a more of a style sweatshirt than like a keep me warm sweatshirt. So it's perfect for nights like this. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, we're halfway through the show and we haven't even talked about cigars yet. No. I'm smoking, as I said, the Crown Head Serie E. This uh, was released at the PCA show this year. I think it was a – was it a PCA exclusive? No. It wasn't exclusive. <clears throat> what was the exclusive for them? The Patissier. Ah, that. I'll let you say that. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how you say it, but this sounded pretty good. I think. I, you just, hey, you said it with conviction, and I bought it, so it's good enough <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah, this was released um, in, at the PCA show in July, um, and I think it just hit stores in like late September, mid to late September. So it is out. It's available. Uh, this is a damn good cigar. This, mm. I've, this is probably the second or third one that I've smoked. It's, <clears throat> it's very rich. It's very satisfying. It's, it's something like when you some you just sit down you want like I want a cigar that's got some a little bit of punch to it. It doesn't have a whole lot of spice at least that I get too much of, but it's just got this full rich body, and it's just super super satisfying. It's like when you really want a barrel proof whiskey, you know it kind of has that vibe to it. Uh, it's got an Ecuadorian uh, Habano Escudo wrapper, uh, binder from Jalapa, uh, filler from uh, Nicaragua. Pueblo Nuevo, Ometepe. I don't know where Pueblo Nuevo is. It's new. That's uh, uh, that. That's an unused Nicaraguan region. I think they, they did that in the Undercrown uh, Sungrown. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't they know much that. about that region at all. Uh, and, uh, and Jalapa. And this is made at Tabacalera Pachardo. Man, ever since uh, Crown Heads and uh, uh, Pachardo have hooked up, 
it's been a good thing for both companies, really. It's if you talk about a company that the size of Crowned Heads, that's on the trajectory that they're on, that's become as hot as they have been over the last couple of years. Is is there anybody that even comes close to doing what they're doing? Uh, no, they've done a great job. I mean, I, I've said this on the show before. Uh, it sounds mean when I say it, but uh, three or four years ago, I thought Crown Heads was going in the 100% wrong direction. And uh, when they hooked up with Ace Prime in the last few years, they've been absolutely killing it. And um, now we did uh, we did review the uh, Luciana, the, the Dreamer. Is that what we did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday, <clears throat> Scott... Did not get the greatest uh, rating. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't our favorite. But that doesn't mean... I mean, you're not going to love every single release from, from a, a brand. So that wasn't maybe our favorite. But I agree with you 100%, Robbie. The the combination of those two has been fantastic. The Mildias was... ah, Lights mm. out. Amazing cigar. And, and then uh, Kevin Acuff will be reviewing the uh, that cigar that you're smoking right now oh, shortly. Soon on the beautiful. Look out for that. Yeah. So and yeah, I agree with what you're saying, man. It, it, it's Crown Heads turned it around in a in a big way, and I think that they're now they're one of the hottest brands around, for sure. Yeah. It's 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 funny when we were at uh, PCA in July, that was one of the booths that Randy and I were assigned to cover, and um, <clears throat> which was fine with me because it's uh, I, John's one of my favorites. I've known him for years, and. Um, Miguel is, uh, he's one of the sales guys, uh, like him a lot, Miguel Shodell. Uh, he does a great job. We talk about baseball all the time. Um, somebody got him a message from Johnny Bench. Do you see that on Facebook? No. Miguel is, a, he's from Cincinnati. He's a huge Red, Reds fan. And, you know, you can get, like, some of these mm. older celebrities will do videos or whatever. Right, cameo uh, and, or whatever. Yeah, like a little video. Was, and, and he had, somebody had, John, I think it was Wes, Wes Norton, who's also, uh, I don't know what his title is with Crown Heads, but. He's he's one of the one of the top guys over there, and uh, he had that. <laughs> Are you? Oh, he's frozen. Oh, I was like, what? I just noticed that that was. Are you back? Sorry. I'm back. Uh, it, was, it was a little a little little blip, bl- little blip in the uh, in the universe there, but we're back. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what. My mail person just showed up, so maybe she had some kind of. She like tripped some wires? Yeah. No, she, she tripped like over the signal, wire. She, she had a signal blocker or something? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's, it was interesting, though, at, at PCA, and when uh, we did a little interview there, uh, and John was talking, and he was talking about the kind of the history of the company and the, the different factories that they work with, because they don't have their own factory, right? They're, John's a brand owner, and he works with different factories. So they had worked with... Um, Ernesto, uh, EPC Creo yeah. for, for years. And, and he said, you know, the, as we worked with Ernesto, EPC got more and more popular and the crown heads projects get kind of pushed to the back burner mm-hmm. because, you know, they have to do their own stuff first. And, and John being the guy that he is, he's like, I totally get it. I love working with Ernie, but you know, if he's got to do his stuff first, so sure. we kind of got pushed to the back burner. Uh, then they started doing stuff with my father, same type of idea. Um, and so now that they're, uh, now that they're with uh, with Ace Prime and Tobacco Lair Pachardo, they kind of have a bit more uh, autonomy, I guess, right. to do the projects that they want to do and uh, more bandwidth, really. Uh, so that's that's exciting, and, and just to see stuff coming out from them. So it's it is nice to see the uh, the resurgence from that company over the last couple of years. That uh, that does my heart some good. Eric, what are you smoking? So when I thought of this drink. Um, I thought, okay, it's coffee, it's, it's a kind of a sweet drink, it's got the simple syrup in it and, and, and whatnot. I, I wanted to do something similar to, you just said that you wanted something rich, and, and, and that's the, the same tact that I took, Robbie. So I went with our Hoya Ninjaragua. This hey, is, you said it right. Thank you. Uh, this is a Nicaraguan Habano uh, Criojo, and... Uh, the rest Yo-ho. of it, it is all Nicar- it's a Nicaraguan puro, and here's the thing about this cigar: the cigar is all about chocolate. Uh, it's sweet. It's a dessert stick. It's very, very rich. Um, it's got that type of flavor that when you smoke it, you it's not strength necessarily, but it's got a lot of flavor, s- syrupy sweetness that sticks to your tongue and your palate. Thought it would go good with a. Um, an old fashioned, and so that is what I went with. Jordan, what did you go with? 
Uh, I I kind of I was thinking go for like an espresso kind of a note, and so I picked the this is the unbanded uh, Undercrown Ten Toro, um, and uh, you know it's got those uh, kind of the same line uh, along the same lines. It's got uh, the sort of bittersweet espresso kind of a flavor to it. A lot of earth, uh, some black pepper stuff going on. Uh, real nice at the start here. That was actually the first cigar I thought of to, mm. to smoke in this. Because I, I, I was thinking the same thing as you. I want kind of like an espresso, a little bit of black pepper. And I, the first company I always think of when I think of those notes is, is Drew Estate. And I was thinking I could do something like that. It's like we do the dogma all the time. So I try not to repeat cigars. Sure. <clears throat> Um, more than once, especially. So, I've done. I think we've done two episodes with that one. So that was uh, that was what put the kibosh on that for me. Uh, but I know I hadn't smoked this one, and it is the richness is really working. I wish it had a bit more spice to it. It does on the retrohale, and it is picking up a little bit. But I wish it had a bit more of a black pepper note that I think would uh, separate the two. Um, it's very good, and it's it's working very well with this. I've smoked the cigar, like I said, a couple of times. I'm not missing anything from the cigar. I don't feel like it's necessarily elevated, but um, it is uh, so far so good. Um, which are, do we, are we going to do a read tonight? Oh we yeah, have a read queued up. Oh we yeah, didn't really talk about this in advance. <laughs> There is no question that Drew pivotal and foundational partner to Cigar Dojo and the Dojo community. From the very first cigar collaboration, the Undercrown Maduro Dogma, to the epic stories of Dojo trips to Cigar Safari, not to mention a certain exceptionally handsome digital media manager, Drew Estate has been a champion and supporting <laughs> pillar of the Cigar Dojo community. Robbie Raz and I couldn't be more honored to have that support continue with the sponsorship of your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. Drew Estate, the number one premium brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Estelle, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they have some of the best cigars available in the world. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smokin. Smokin is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. Boom. What do you think of that? That was a good read. That was a good read. I, I love that every time that Randy is on the road, he takes the time to do the read, Drops and he's in. always wearing he's always wearing the same thing. It's incredible. It's yeah. like it, the planning that that must take. Is... And and you like for a second there when we saw you, you're wearing something yeah. different, and you switched. Yeah, it's it. weird. Right? Yeah, it's like a glitch <laughs> in the matrix. <laughs> I I'm, I'm I was gonna say, guys, as I'm drinking this drink, um, the coffee and the simple syrup makes a distinct maple note. Are you guys getting oh, the maple yeah, yeah, note? Yeah. Like there is a distinct maple syrup note to this drink and that's not a bad thing that's a good thing i think very maple syrupy. but very maple syrupy and i'm loving this my combination so far i i kind of think robbie that it, this drink could go with almost anything but maybe a connecticut like i i probably would steer away from the connecticut hay grassy flavors but anything other than that cameroon Habano, a Maduro, almost anything else, Mexican San Andreas, almost anything else seem I think would probably go pretty well with this drink. What do you think? Yeah, I would I'd completely agree. I mean, it's coffee based, right? And coffee tends to go with cigars pretty well. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know if anybody out there made a leaded version of this particular drink and just added something to it. Uh, when we when I did the live, we someone had mentioned using an aged rum in there. I think that might be really interesting. Uh, might change the vibe of the drink a little bit, but uh, 
could be pretty cool to do that with with a rum in there or adding uh, bourbon, obviously. But yeah, I think uh, Eric, I think you kind of hit it right on the head there. It's it's like a sweetened coffee with a little bit of orange in it. It's not uh, it's it's not going to crush your palate. Uh, I have a little too much orange in mine that I'm mm. I I did the the three dashes of orange bitters. I did the orange essence from the uh, from like a little peel, and then I had a slice of orange in there. So I think I just overdid the orange a little bit. Um, and as I get towards the end, it's very, very orangey. I mean, I'm almost, almost done here down to the dregs as they say, but, uh, uh, but the pairing is working out really, really well. Um, I'm curious, uh, how is the, the Ninjaragua? Cause I, I didn't really think about going something sweet. I didn't really think about chocolate, which makes a ton of sense because chocolate coffee, chocolate and orange chocolate fits right in there. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going great. I, I feel like me and you took a, a very similar tact, and actually Jordan as well. I think all three of us sort of thought in our minds richness uh, would be the, the way to go. Uh, this particular cigar, like I said, offers so much sweetness that it, it's able to keep up with the sweetness of this drink. Um, and so I – am I going to – is this going to be the first thing that I pull out to, to, to share with friends? Maybe not. But this is a solid, solid pairing. I, I sort of feel like I'm on the same wavelength as you, Robbie, I, in that I like this pairing. Um, it's certainly not bad. Is it making the cigar better and the drink better? I don't know. Um, they're kind of like on the same par. So I'm, I'm a bit perplexed. I certainly would not vote thumbs down on this at all. Like, this is a very solid pairing. Uh, but I don't know if I would rave about it either. I mean, is that kind of where you're at, Robbie? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same place. Um, and as I get you know closer to the end here, the orange gets more overpowering. <clears throat> and it almost creates like a soy sauce kind of flavor mm. between the, the drink, the, the orange, the coffee, and then the richness of the cigar, which that's not really what you're looking for. Um, but that's my fault. I don't think it's not the fault of the drink. I just went a little heavy on the orange. Um, and there might just be like a, that have been like a pocket of, of orange bitter or something that was just sitting at the bottom because it got really, really strong. Like it didn't get quite mixed in. Um, but, yeah, it's it's fun. It's a little bit different. Uh, the, the thing that I'm having the hardest time with is just sipping this and treating it like a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Because to me, this is like I could have a tall one of these and it's, you know, I could use, I could have used this whole uh, this whole can, however many ounces this is, uh, 10 ounces, and just done a a full pour and throwing some bitters in there and had just a little sweetened <laughs> coffee with some orange. You know what I mean? Cause there's, there's no alcohol. I mean, there, there's alcohol and bitters. Yeah. We talked about that. It's negligible. Um, but this could just be something I'd sip out of a straw, you know, on a, it's more like a spring summertime, maybe like a summer evening or something. Uh, but it's, it's kind of fun. It's a little bit different. It's perfect. If you have, uh, uh, some buddies who, or some friends who want to come hang out and they don't drink, um, it's a perfect thing. It might be kind of fun for, them to have because i don't know how many people who don't drink like if they do they actually look like mocktails or do they just have like soda right i, mean, I don't know yeah i think uh, i think most probably don't uh delve this deeply and that's sort of the fun of this segment of flavor odyssey is maybe getting guys and, and gals to try you know diving a little more deeply into a more complex because you, you see a lot of people drink dr pepper you see a lot of people you know, obviously, uh, coffee is a popular uh, non-alcoholic pairing, uh, Topo Chico, mineral, mineral water, that kind of thing. But, like, w- if you've explored all of those things and now it's a, uh, it's a Friday night or it's a Saturday night with friends and you don't want to do alcohol but you also don't want to just have mineral water, like, you know, what are some other options? And I think we've come up with three already. Uh, really good options. We had the the uh, the Shirley Temple, which was not anything like you've thought a Shirley Temple should taste like. Uh, we had the Arnold Palmer, which was probably my maybe my least favorite of these three, but it was still pretty good. And then this Cold Fashion. These are three really good, you know, uh, interesting, complex, more complex at least, uh, non-alcoholic drinks. Jordan, what do you think? I'm muted. Um. I think this is a strange drink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it started out, I, I 
really didn't like it at first, uh, but as I started drinking it, the ingredients started mixing a little bit better, got a little bit better, but the cigar is really outshining it. Um, the drink has this weird sweetness to it that is almost like a a fake sweetness, like like as if I was uh, you're sucking on like a hard candy that's coffee flavored, basically. Mm. Um, I would much rather just pair the cigar with just a a nice pour over coffee. Uh, I think uh, that would that that can go with just about any cigar. I don't think uh, I kind of disagree with you guys. I don't think this could go with any cigar. Uh, I don't can't really imagine this going with any cigar. It's really weird tasting. Oh wow! So Jordan, Jordan has a totally different take. Yeah, and that's I, I, that's one thing that I like about this show is we can I like it when we all do kind of something similar, and somebody's like, "Yeah, you guys are stupid." Um, <laughs> that's is, is the cold the cold brew that you're having? Is it sweet on its own? No. So it's not so. sweetened at all. No, it's not. Yeah, I just I, I wonder because with this, I mean, just because we're saying cold brew coffee, that's not very specific. That's the type. That's the way the coffee was made. Like you say, a pour over. It's a pour over coffee, but it could be from a myriad of different regions, different roasts, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we don't really know. Like mine just says original cold brew coffee. I don't know where the beans are from. I don't know what the roast level was. So there's all kinds of things mm-hmm. that can, Jordan, you know what I'm talking about, that can change the flavor of, of what you're, it completely can change this cocktail. So you could have this cocktail, I, I beg your pardon, mocktail, um, <clears throat> with five different coffees and have five very different experiences. That's true. Ours which, ours happens to be a Rwandan bean but the ingredients are just filtered water and freshly brewed coffee that's it so uh very you know it's a very simple uh cold brew version i kind of get what jordan's saying in a, in a sense that it is a little strange because you do have that sort of weird brewed tea mapley flavor um i don't mind it as much as jordan does i i sort of think it's it's pretty good um, but I, I do kind of get what he's saying. It, it, it's a little strange. It's definitely one of the more odd uh, drink pairings that we've done because it does have that weird it's maple like, flavor. Well, I, I, it's like uh, I get like a Splenda kind of a sweetness to it, you know? That, like, huh. How did you how, did you make your simple syrup? Yeah. Or did, uh, did you buy it? We, uh, we use a, t- a Turbinado simple syrup. Uh, uh, who's he? What's it now? <laughs> who's he? Who's he? Waiting? Turbinado sugar simple syrup. <laughs> What's turbinado? Turbinado. What, what like, does that mean? Turbinado is like in between demerara and white. Ah, so it's, it's like, like white okay. turbinado, demerara, brown sugar, basically. I see. So, have you made simple syrup with that before? Yeah. Okay, and that's, you've never noticed this flavor before? No. Huh. I mean, that's that's, that's like usually like most recipes will steer you towards either turbinado or demerara. Yeah, I've, I whenever I make simple syrup, I just use straight white sugar. I've I've done some like I've done a brown one, a brown simple syrup, and um, I think we've done the demerara. That's the the darker one. Right. Um, but I've the, the one for me. I, usually, I just want it to just be sweet. I don't want it to impart much flavor. Um, so that's the way that I go with it. But yeah, it's curious that you're getting that type of uh, of flavor from it. I'm. That's yeah. I, I don't get. But I don't get that maple vibe that you guys are getting either, which mm. I think probably comes from the sugar that you're, do, you're dealing with. So, yeah, uh, again, yeah, a little bit different. Um, I just screwed up the, the ratios of the orange. But, you know, the, the thing that's weird about it for me is just treating it like it's a cocktail when it's yeah. not. Like, it could, I could get a, a venti size of this from, that's the big one, right, at Starbucks? I think I, so. Like, yeah. I could just get the big one, you know, and just sip on this for, you know, a couple of hours and, and enjoy it. But I'm taking these tiny sips. It just feels like I'm... Pretending. <laughs> pretending. You are pretending. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, we're, it's a mocktail. Hey, um, I'm, I'm curious, Robbie. This is a little bit off topic, but uh, I'm also curious to see what the guys on Facebook say that are following along. Uh, because we, we brought, we've brought up several flavors uh, just talking. Are there flavors of cigars that are liked by a lot of other people, Robbie, that you don't like? What are, what are certain flavors that you don't like? And I'll, I'll start while you think. Um, I'm not a big black licorice flavor like anise. I, I've never been a big, you know, there, there's definitely an anise note in a lot of cigars, and some people absolutely love that. Um, obviously, uh, uh, grasses in, in Connecticut, some people don't like that. I happen to like that. Um, 
But that just gets to the subjectivity of what people like in the flavors of cigars, obviously. But I'm curious, Robbie, are, are there any sort of like you know, standard type flavors that you uh, don't particularly like maybe as much as some other folks might like? Um, I think the, the first one that comes to mind <clears throat> is, well, is that kind of like barnyard note. Mm. Uh, and that's more of an aroma for me than it is for a flavor. Uh, I don't know if, if people really are attracted to that or not. Um, if something is has too much of a mineral vibe to it, like you talked about, it's like the cement right after the rain, uh, that mineral kind of uh, note to it. I don't really dig that all that much. But I think probably the most common flavor that I think people enjoy that I am fine with but I don't seek it out is leather. I don't really like like a, a leather bomb cigar, which, I mean, I guess you don't really hear too much of that, but uh, if it's too much leather, maybe too much earth, I tend to uh, kind of steer in the other direction. But like you said, with, uh, you know, when you start talking about that grassy note in a Connecticut, I dig that a lot. Um, uh, I, I really like uh, like a creamy kind of cedar flavor that pops up in some cigars. Uh, I think of uh, the Hot 10, Hot 10. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I have to say it both ways every time because I'm not sure which way it is. I think it's Hot. But if I say that, I'm wondering if people are going to know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, th that note pops up in there a lot that I, I really, really dig that. But when you say that, like, a specific flavor that you like that most people don't, we drink a lot of wine in the house. Mm -hmm. And I know, Eric, you're a big red wine guy. Oh, yeah. I, over, over the years, I, I've had red wine at dinner since, I mean, not always, but, like, holidays and stuff since I was, like, 10. Because you get the Italian family, it's always there. Uh, I mean, we weren't getting... I wasn't drinking hot toddies when I was six, but uh, I, I did have some, maybe a little bit of cab, uh, Cabernet when I was uh, you know, 10 or 12. So I've, I've had red wine around all the time, but I never really knew how to drink white wine. And it was something my wife has always liked white wine. <clears throat> and we drink a lot of uh, Sauvignon Blanc. And there's a couple of different styles. If you get something that's from like New Zealand, it tends to have more of this like green vegetable note to it, almost like a, like a green bell pepper kind of flavor in there. And I really dig that. As weird as it sounds, finding that in a wine, um, some people will tell you it's an off flavor depending on the style of wine. But in uh, in that particular style, as far as I know, it's not really an off flavor. Uh, and I really like it. Like it's something that I. It's like the opposite of your question. It's something I gravitate towards that mm -hmm. I don't think most people do. Jordan, what about you? Is there what what are the flavors that uh, you either a gravitate towards or that you you it you know kind of turns you off from from a cigar? Uh, I'm kind of on Robbie's page with the, uh, leather is like the number one that I'm like, no, if it's, if a cigar is leathery, <laughs> like that's the overall impression you get from a cigar. I, that turns me off. Uh, earth, I, I can go either way. Earth can be, that can, if it's just real dry, that can, that can be terrible. Or if it's more rich, like the underground 10 here, I'm totally on, on board with it. Uh, but like the flavors I would like look for would be like sort of um like a fresh cedar um uh, uh, kind of like zesty cabinet spice kind of usually in the habano corojo kind of range that kind of stuff right yeah i mean uh i i i'm totally a cabinet spice guy like if if it's if it has a, a saltiness this got a saltiness on oh, yeah. the tongue everybody knows my my i'm a sucker for for saltiness. And this cigar, this Ninjarago that I'm smoking, has a nice saltiness to it, which I really, really dig. Um, but that's more, Robbie, on my actual tongue, not so much the smoke part of it. The smoke part of it's more like uh, syrupy sweet, but I do get that salty note on the tongue, which I like. And I think that those two combinations, you know, that is a nice... Like, the salt always sets a cigar off, I think. If you don't get that salt... To me, then the cigar tastes kind of just papery, just kind of plain and papery. I need some sort of flavor to the cigar in my mouth as well as the smoke. But, um, you know, uh, salty is, oh, man. To me, I'm a sucker for the salt flavor. Mm. And then there's that. As we all take a sip of our drinks <laughs> at the exact same time. Uh, so I, let's get into, thank you for the full screen, Jordan, so you can see how messy my garage is. Uh, let's, and Gar Dojo. I really need a new banner, guys. <laughs> Gar Dojo. <laughs> I mean, we, we got we to gotta get this figured out. Um, let's go with the, the ratings here. Yes. Uh, for me, I'm a little bit torn. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah. It, it finished, and it, that I can't get that soy sauce flavor out of my head. And I know that was more my issue with the way that I made it. Um, 
But I think I have to go thumbs down oh, on okay. this one. I, I, but I do think there are... Whoa, that's right over your face, Jordan. That's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> I'll just keep it there the rest of the show. It, yeah, what the hell? Uh, it's, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a thumbs down for... <laughs> nice. Uh, bookends, I like that. Um, but I think this would go well with, uh, Eric, like you said, several different cigars. Uh, but I think it's funny how we were all more excited about it at the beginning. Yeah. Than as, at the end, yeah, you're right. as, it went, as we drank it, so maybe there there is something to uh, pouring a big one and just kind of taking big sips, mm. or maybe pouring a bunch of small ones, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I overdid it with the orange, and that really just jacked up the mojo for me. Ooh, I, gosh, you know it's funny as as the show went on as it progressed, I was a thumbs up, um, but now I'm t- I'm a bit torn myself. I think I would almost have to go thumbs down too, mainly because the drink itself, the 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 maple syrup flavor took over. Uh, the cigar is fine. I'm having no problem with the cigar. In fact, I'm gravitating now just towards the regular bourbon in the cigar. Um, you know, the straight bourbon in the cigar because it's a great combination. But the the drink, just a little too much of that weird brewed. Like if you brewed maple syrup and then you know made it made it cold that's what this tastes like it's like cold maple syrup and and for that i have to go thumbs down just mainly because the drink um and i changed as the show went on i mean yeah. the, as the 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 link this show's only an hour long but in that span it, i got tired of that flavor just it was just too weird after a while jordan what's your thought uh, i'm a heavy thumbs down on this one <laughs> <laughs> uh cigar's great uh but the like I said, the, the drink has this uh, coffee, candy, hard candy kind of flavor. It's kind of like, you know, when you get like a root beer candy, it, it's missing the carbonation. It, like, why even, yeah. why even go to the trouble? And the coffee candy is like a cheap imitation of the real thing. That's this, the impression I got from the drink. Um, I think you, if, if you think of the drink not as a, an old-fashioned imitation, but as just like its own thing, it, it would probably be better for you. Like it's not, don't like think of this as a substitute, just like this is a different drink. Yeah. Um, it, it might not be so bad, but it's just, it's not, it's not for me. Um, yeah. I would say this in defense of the drink. Um, if I couldn't drink alcohol uh, for whatever reason, this would be uh, maybe a fun drink to have because it is more complex than, you know, just drinking Dr. Pepper or something like that. It, it is in the cocktail realm, but you know, based on all the other combinations that we've had on Flavor Odyssey over the years, that's why I have to go thumbs down on this. Just because it, after a while, that mapley syrup <clears throat> note just kind of ruins it for me. After a while, it. I think Jordan's right. It does have a saccharine sweetness to it and I'm, i've never been a fan of that fake sweetness even though there's nothing like that in this drink there's no fake uh sweetness in this drink but yeah i'm 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 kind of leaning with you guys that i have to even though it's close i mean if there was a if there was one of these robbie you know <laughs> yeah it used to be <laughs> I, might, I might go that route but i can't i gotta go thumbs down oh we got the votes as well mm. let me pause this poll here oh right. we didn't even we didn't even announce voting i, I threw them up what the I heck? completely forgot. Uh, so, tied for last place is Sensei and me uh-huh. uh, at 32%, and Robbie wow. takes the win with 36%. Wow, that oh, was, close. was close. Oh, my gosh. That's like a one-vote swing. Like one <laughs> Seriously. Vo- one vote could have swung that in anybody's favor. But uh, hey, I'll, I'll take the W, though. Yeah. Because now my percentage looks great. No, good job. Um, um, I, I like the way that uh, you have those percentages on the website. If you haven't gone to check it out, if you go to the cigardojo.com and then you click on the, what is it, events or something, and then you scroll down to schedule, uh, <clears throat> schedule on uh, under uh, uh, Flavor Odyssey, you can see you know all the way that we voted over th- over the years, and you can see our, our winning percentage this year. Randy is way behind because he's not showing up. But... Um, it's funny. I think anybody who tuned in early and then for whatever reason had to leave is going to be stunned to see that we all went thumbs down. Now, uh, Rob, it, I mean, we all we all really liked it. Sorry, Eric. But no, go even ahead. even before the show, I texted the group. I was like, "This drink is delicious." Yeah. So I almost wonder if maybe putting ice in it is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that could be. I'm, you know, because it was it was great at the beginning, but then at the end, it was just terrible. I'm curious. 
uh, before we end, Robbie, Jordan, uh, both of you guys, would there be any cigar that could salvage this pairing to make it better that you can think of? Is there what route could have been better, or did we do the best we could? I think personally something a bit heavier on the spice to cut through some of that sweetness. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know if, if the like the heavy richness is really necessary. Mm. I, I think a spice bomb would be pretty good with this. Um, but again, I, I wonder if if just not using ice mm. is it might or, or maybe just a little bit of ice. I mean, I use that gigantic ice cube and, you know, melted half of it. So interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. I because I, I, it was very, very good when I had it to begin with. And, and at the end, it was not. So I don't know. But I, I do think based on what I had tonight, uh, something heavy on the spice. And whenever I say that, I always think of uh, Roma Craft or maybe something from my father mm-hmm. um, that's got that big black pepper blast. Okay. I think that would go really, really well. All right. Jordan, what do you think? Is there any way uh, to salvage this pairing? Not that I know of, but, I mean, since I already went this direction, it's got a, a decent amount of black pepper to it. I would. The only thing I could think to do would be go the opposite direction and maybe do like a, a Perdomo Habano Bourbon Barrel-Aged Connecticut um, and just see mm. if going the opposite I don't know. I just you're just taking a you're just taking a wing. Wild, you're just taking a flyer. Yeah, because that's all I got. Right. Yeah. That <laughs> that's that's you know maybe the uh, double a twelve year double age or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, uh, for the folks that that tried this, thank you guys for 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 trying it with us. It's, it is definitely one of the more odd drinks that we've had, especially because it transitioned so much for all three of us as, yeah, we, as we went down. But uh, what do we got next week, uh, Ravi? Well, we got the, uh, we've the got another mojito. Got another uh, mojito. we got the mojito coming up, the virgin mojito. Was Did we get any? I didn't notice uh, some of the comments. Did we get anybody who was checking in with the pairing who, who liked it? Who was you know, uh, fired up about it? I'm curious. Nobody was Nippy. fired up, uh, but earlier on, I think Kevin Acuff liked his pairing. Mm. Um, what did he go with? Did, did he, he say? I didn't save it. Sorry. Because I liked mine way at the beginning. It was great. It, I just, I, I really now I think at some point before this uh, cold brew coffee that I purchased goes bad, I'm going to do this again, and I'm going to do it without any ice and see if that because just I think. Once you water mm. this down, right, you lose oh. that coffee kick. Kevin Acuff did Daughters of the Wind. Sorry to interrupt you, but I don't even know what that is. Uh, that's um, from Castagli. Oh, uh, you know it's funny. That's the first company I thought of because they name their cigars like that. That Castagli, that uh, that Lancero that I had. Holy crap, that was good. I need to track some more of those down. Um, anyway. Yeah, I'm going to try this again. I'll report back on uh, the, the dojo verse and, and let folks know if I feel like this was any better. Uh, just to check in, the uh, Crown Heads uh, Serie E that I'm smoking goes fabulously with an old-fashioned. There you go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, no doubt. Uh, so, yes, next week we have, and I have it pulled up here because I was planning ahead. That's that uh, mojito, right? Yeah, we're going with a non-alcoholic mojito. Uh, the recipe is on the zeroproof.com, which I think we've used for another one. Um, so this is, it's you got to make an agave simple syrup, Uh-oh. which is one cup of agave nectar mm-hmm. and one cup of water, same way you'd make a, a normal simple syrup. Uh, then you want to go with uh, some mint leaves, two tablespoons of fresh lime, one tablespoon of the agave syrup, and then you top it with Topo, boys, a little sparkling water, oh. and uh, wedge uh, with a, a wedge of lime and some mint leaves in there. It's going to be delicious. I will post this recipe up in the Flavor Odyssey group as we do every week on the Dojo Verse. But I'm looking forward to this one because of all the cocktails, because I, I didn't want to do too much of the you know virgin version of X, Y, and Z because there's there's all kinds of different there's. There's virgin old fashions that you can make in a bunch of different ways. A lot of them call for like uh, black tea or something like that. I didn't want to do too much of that. I wanted to do stuff that was different. But the one cocktail that we've had on this show that was a wild success that I felt would be the easiest to duplicate without the spirit involved was the mojito. So I'm curious to see how this is going to be. So that will be next week. Uh, We talked a little bit about... um, uh, actually, Eric, remind everybody about the, the giveaway for this Friday. Yeah, so uh, Friday is Drew Estate Day on the dojoverse.com. So uh, check in to Drew Estate Cigars all day. You'll be entered to win this amazing 20 count of rare sticks, which I 
described earlier. Um, and also, we're giving away the gong. Dong. Bong. No, bong. Bong. Uh, a uh, Drew State gong. Do- dogma. Gong. Uh, so we'll be doing that all fr- Friday. Uh, Jack will be on. He'll be in studio Friday night. And then Saturday morning, I'm on KMA. So uh, if you guys want to get up on on Saturday morning and join KMA, I'll be on the show all all morning long. That'll be a ton of fun. So uh, we got all kinds of cool stuff coming up on the dojo this week, my man. I promise to get up and watch the KMA show if you promise to mention me. Okay, Ooh. I'll try to slip that in. Perfect. <laughs> so that'll be that'll just be the secret. Say hi and like wave at that, me or something. That'll be like the secret word if I can somehow work your name into yeah. yes. into the show. Everybody, just drink. The if I can, if I can is. somehow work Robbie's name into the show in any way, Robbie, th- that's yeah. it. Robbie Raz. If I can work that into the show, everybody has to take a take a shot. And- if if you do it at least three times, we'll know that you're safe. <laughs> if if you if you don't do it more than three times, we'll we'll send somebody over to help. Uh, no, that's Friday's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Jack is always a blast. Oh yeah, and you guys will have him in studio, so that'll be even more fun. Um, that's it. This was uh, this was interesting, and I'm curious. I'm really curious now to do this drink again, and just not have the ice because at the beginning we all kind. Of, Jordan never liked it, but at the beginning we all kind of enjoyed it. Actually, Jordan, you were even. Kind of pro right at the beginning. Yeah, it was uh, on the fence at the beginning. It's yeah, it's just it's just weird the way that it worked out. Uh, but anyway, we'll be back next week. We've got the non-alcoholic mojito. I'll tell you right now, I will be smoking something Fuente because that just makes too much sense. Is Randy uh, going to be on the show? That is the that is the question. Uh, if we had some Vegas odds, it's probably like three to one against. So, that, but that feels like a sucker bet to me. So I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll bet that he will be on the show. And actually, maybe I'll work with him. We'll get those odds up, and then yeah. we can then we can clean up point shaving on the <laughs> on, on the next episode. We'll talk about point shaving. Um, <laughs> no, we won't. Why would we talk about that? Uh, Anyway, this was a lot of fun, boys. Thanks for uh, filling in for uh, uh, the road-weary, road warrior, uh, Randy Griggs. Uh, he hopefully will be back next week. I will be back next week. Will you be back next week? I hope so. We'll see you all uh, next Wednesday. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as Odyssey continues.